Hey there, folks, and welcome to episode 106 of Eddie and Caleb's Cast. Of course, my name is Caleb Baldwin. You can follow me on Twitter at IamCalebB. Follow my good friend, co-host, and producer, Eddie Cornelison, at EDDYC85. Follow the show at EC underscore Hero. Our Instagram is ECHeroCast. Our Gmail is ECHeroCast at gmail.com. And as always, check me out every Thursday morning on the Grave Consequences podcast, which is a part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network, and Eddie, the recording date is Monday, April 4th. How are you doing on this Monday early evening time? I'm a little bit tired, stayed up late, you know, watching watching Mania, but uh, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was a good show. Uh, work nights, uh, don't need all those video packages though, but... <laughs> you know, it's one night a year, so I'll I'll live. Yeah, two nights a year. Well, yeah. the one night's a, not a work night, so it's fine. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. Um, let me see. When is this episode coming out? April twenty-seven. That's right. All right, cool, cool. Not too far from when this was re- like released. Well, I'm so actually it's gonna, re- it's, it'll be tricky. I'll, I'll have to upload it from the road. Ooh. Really? You can't, like, preset a uh, release date? <laughs> you can, but uh, I don't like to do that. But I might do it. That's but, weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That, that's really weird. Um, so where, where are you headed, man? I'm going out west, Idaho and Montana. Oh, again? Again, that's right. Well, you know, I only saw the top part of Idaho, and it's a big state, so, and I've only yeah. barely entered Montana, so I'd like to go in a little deeper. hey uh, let's see here. That sounds awesome. I'm actually headed out to uh, southwest Oklahoma to see my good friend William for the first time in a couple of months. I have that to look forward to later this week. It's going to be awesome. Nice. You'll be near uh, New Mexico. Uh, no. Well, I was trying to segue into the movie, but you ruined it. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, you know, you mentioned earlier you're kind of tired from Mania and everything, but not me, man. Like, I did cardio, and before before I go to the gym, you know, I always drink a bang, and that, like, hits me like a like a bolt of lightning, you know, or, or some thunder accompanying it, you know? Hmm. Thunder, yeah. feel the thunder, lightning. No. <laughs> wow! Wow! Really? Really? There are like two songs that are synonymous with thunder, and you pick the bad one. Well, you Actually, know, I don't mind Imagine Dragons. Pardon me. Okay, because okay, you got Thunderstruck, the, the Thunder by Imagine Dragons, Thunderstruck by ACDC, and maybe my personal favorite, The Thunder Rolls by Garth Brooks. That's a good one. That's yeah, good it's one. very good. Very good. Uh, okay. About hey, Thunder you... Kiss, Hulk Hogan. No, it's thun- Thunder Lips, Thunder Lips, not Th- Thunder Kiss. Thunder, li- <laughs> thunder yeah, Kiss is when Thunder Lips kisses you. Also, isn't uh, 
Speaking of Kiss, isn't that the outro this week? Spoiler? Yeah, probably. Nice, nice. So, uh, if you want to give me some cliff notes, what were you doing around May 6, 2011? Well, you know, when it's not an obvious answer, like I already know what I'm going to say, I always look on the Facebook timeline, like, what was my status update around this time? And this is a uh, a pretty good story, if I do say so myself. It's a it's a unfortunate ending. It's um it's kind of like you know this could only happen to me type of deal. It's uh it goes in the when hookups go wrong file, which was uh right now is only the only um file in that filing cabinet would be when uh the guy got shot in the parking garage, um, <laughs> whatever episode that was. But yeah. Um, in another, this could only happen to me, did a uh, work night out at a bar. And a bunch of us from work went out, and there was a girl that was going who uh, who I thought was, was very attractive. I'll have to find a photo and send offline, or not offline, off air. And um, <laughs> I was like, you know, um, maybe I can use tonight to try and get to know her. That's a good idea. And... I don't know what it was. Maybe it was um, maybe I was just lucky, but I was uh, every 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 line seemed to be working. It was uh, it was pretty great. We um, let's see, made out some. That was cool. Uh, to quote Elaine Bennis, uh, she took them out. So <laughs> that <laughs> I did not. She did. Yeah. Um, nice. So I was like, dude. well, I'm like, this guy, this is like a movie. Like, this never happens to me. So it's like 15 minutes till last call. Or, sorry, 15 minutes till closing, last call. She's out in the patio. I was like, all right, I'll use another Seinfeld. It's uh, the, the ball is on the green. We just got to put it in, <laughs> tap it in the hole. And I was like, all right, let's do this. Let's, let's, let's tap it in the hole and uh, call it a night. So I go out there. And she's, she had, like, a uh, on-again, off-again boyfriend. I think they were currently off-again at this point. I would assume. And she started ranting about him. I was like, ah, I got to get off this guy. This is no good. This is going to kill my chances. And before I could think of what to say, she's like, and you know the worst part is? Is when he cheated on me, he gave me syphilis. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, well, have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> so I hit the big red button. Emergency eject, just like the Green Hornet. And uh, what up, Sully? Yeah, he's upset as well. It was uh, I blasted out of there, and I was like, okay, well, we're done here. So again, could only happen to me. So that was uh, that was unfortunate. I think they got back together, which is fine, because I think that's kind of the only person you can sleep with, if I understand syphilis correctly, which I don't. But I don't know. The only thing I know about syphilis is it killed Al Capone. Yeah, it's, uh... And also, it basically turns you into a, uh... Idiot, if you don't treat it. Yeah, I think it's like it comes and goes, and when it goes, it's okay, <laughs> but it's like, nope, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's like playing Russian Roulette, but it's like the, the revolver's like 30, you know? Like, it's a 30-barrel revolver, and it's like, nope, still not gonna do that. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Hey, uh, real quick, because, you know, in real time, we're like three days away from opening day, and I see your Yankees have a 12 o'clock first pitch. Will you be watching that while you work? Mm, 
Maybe I'll have to see what it's on. I got, mm. like I said, I got rid of the. I made a vow. Said if these oh. two clowns are back, I'm not doing it. Oh and, yeah, I forgot about that. Never know? mind. And and lately it's just been like, oh well, you know, if, if it went for those Astros, we'd have won a World Series. Oh my God. And maybe up. that's true, but like you've also no, had three I'm, seasons since then. I mean, and that, yeah, that could be true hypothetically, but it's like we don't know that. No, we don't. Who say the dot like the Dodgers, you know, got robbed more so than the Yankees in my opinion, but whatever. Yeah, we also didn't hit well at home when the Astros yeah. were apparently not cheating. I mean, look, <laughs> I believe they were cheating. I believe Altuve had the buzzer on and all that good stuff, oh, but like yeah. even then you added Cole and Stanton and you are further away than you were then in 3 seasons. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's even if you yes. want to throw out 2020 as whatever. You still had two seasons. I don't know. Yeah. It's annoying. I, it's, I don't know. I guess, I know what? Pittsburgh fans are probably like, you don't know the half of it. I know, but. <laughs> Either way, um, you know, Braves are about to defend their, their World Series title, so that's cool. Um, let's see here. May of 2011, I would have been ending my sophomore year of high school and what did i man i sorry the, i gotta use the facebook timeline it helps i don't have my facebook account from back then oh well i that's what i did and i looked up and i was like oh that night that was there were the photos from the night out and i was like oh yeah i remember that very vividly <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah quite as uh, memorable happened to me in that time frame but that being said number one song in the united states by digital download at the time s&m by rihanna Ooh, hot. yeah that's uh, hot speaking of Chance. baseball my my time time capsule next week will be baseball related so get excited hell yeah i'm excited uh, your champions in wrestling at the time in the WWE, all faithful, the WWE champion John Cena and the world heavyweight champion Randy Orton. This, mm. by the way, just two days after he beat Christian for the belt and that two-day run that Christian had that you might remember. Who could forget? I mean, were you watching WWE at the time? No, but I was aware of it. I okay. know they did the feel-good moment at Mania and then just took it away the it next wasn't. night. But, yeah, um, either way, uh, your TNA World Heavyweight Champion, still Sting, and Ring of Honor World Champion, still Eddie Edwards. So, yeah, there's that. Hey, hmm. your budget for this film was $150 million. The box office, reported box office, was 449.3. That led to a profit of $299.3 million. That's right. Puts it at number 11 on the list, right behind the mask, but yeah. right above uh, X2. And let's see, 377.5 with the inflation, so quite good, quite good. Um, pretty, I was say, pretty, oh, I know what I was going to say. Because the Oscars were a week ago, and because we, because we track the inflation, and we kind of notice that... Uh, money is getting narrower and narrower to our time I think we need a new tracker not saying it starts this week because it doesn't when does Rotten Tomatoes critics 
when do they hey i'm doing a podcast here when do the rotten tomatoes critics uh lose their affection for good movies huh. when do they turn on it and it's like oh well this isn't a foreign movie in black and white this is trash <laughs> i want to know when it is it's not always like they gave Spider-Man a great review, but like there's got to be a movie coming up that it's like the fans love, we love, and the critics were like, eh, 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's going to be there. I just want to know what the first one is. Well, I look forward to it. Yes. But speaking of, almost hey. almost a score, Agami. Oh, my God. Critics, <laughs> 77. Fans, 76. I, I love I love that you still call it a scorigami, even though that's not what that means. I know. But it's a good phrase. I like saying it. It's fun to say. But it is fun to say. Almost, I agree. almost the, the, the agreement. So this is not the movie where the critics are way far away from the fan. Not that we haven't seen that before on the podcast, but... Um, yeah. Uh, I At least with a lot of those movies, like I could at least understand where the critics are coming from. But I want the movie where it's like, you're out of your mind. This was a great movie. You're all wrong. That's what I oh. want. Wow. Spoiler alert, next week's movie is also on Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah. I just found that out. Hey, um, we're in the blockbuster era now. Remember last week, are, our, our conversation? There should be very little movies that we have to rent ever again, quite frankly. I might go through the list. It shouldn't take very long because I'm going to know where most of these are right off the top of my head. Yeah, exactly. But either way, uh, I can always move them, so that's always a problem, yeah, though. Exactly. Yeah, and they, you know, they can change. They can go off streaming services, then onto other ones. And I think Disney yeah. and HBO are the we're fine with the DC and Marvel. So. Yeah. Uh, directed by Kenneth Branagh. I believe I'm pronouncing that name right. I didn't know he directed this. That's uh, Murder on the Orient Express and Death on the Nile guy, by the way. Death on the Nile. Good movie. Yes, very good movie. Very good movie. Uh, from the cast, who do we want to talk about? Oh, let's see here. How about... Let's see. There's, I would say, a couple people worth mentioning. Um I'll I'll just do a shout out because the role was very small, but Cat Dennings is Darcy Lewis. We are a pro Cat Dennings podcast. Yeah, she's uh, very talented. Yeah, if you want to hear more about her, go to uh, Defendor or when we reviewed uh, WandaVision. But yes. I would say the first role that's really worth speaking about is Idris Elba as Heimdall. I forgot Idris Elba was in this. Oh, I did not. I mean, like, uh, before I saw it, I was like, well, that's Idris Elba. Oh, yeah, your history with the movie is you have none. Yeah, ha no no history with the movie at all. I think I've only seen it once because I was waiting for a scene that never actually happened. I'm like, oh, I bet that's Avengers, actually. Huh. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure I may have only seen this movie once. But, yes, I did remember Idris Elba was in this, fresh off of Charles Minor. I don't think it was fresh off. I think it was like a couple of years off of. Well, you know, whatever. Yes, yes. What'd you think of him, though, man? I thought he was this great stoic, um, you know, the gatekeeper of the city. 
But what I loved about him is how um, one scene in particular where Thor's friends were like, hey, uh, you're going to let us in? He's like, you're asking me to betray the king and all of the things and all my honor. And they're like, yeah. He's like, okay. <laughs> so um, even he, in all of his honor, has his breaking points. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, he had a lot of cool lines. There's another one where Thor is like, I'm not planning to die today. He's like, none do. None do, yes. Yeah, great line. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, I liked him. Very stoic, great voice. Um, yeah. Yeah, good good character. Glad he didn't die in the end like it appeared that he might. Absolutely, I would agree. No, Idris Elba did very good in that small, relatively small role that he was in. Yeah, he'll be back. It's bigger, yes. more important roles. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. What do we want to talk about next, man? Oh, let's see here. How about big old Anthony Hopkins as Odin, the king of Asgard? I'm sorry. Okay, look. He was fine, but sometimes actors will play certain roles, and that's all they'll, they'll ever be. Like if they play anything else, it's like no, that's this guy. And for me, Sir Anthony Hopkins is always going to be Hannibal Lecter. So you thought he was going to eat Thor? No, that's not what I'm saying. But it's one of those. It's like oh, that's Hannibal. I see. I see, see what I'm. Yeah. No, I get it. Um. Yeah, I mean, we had this discussion I think last week about the Office and. You know, um, yeah, to me, let's see, I thought he did very well in the role. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm not saying, you know, he did bad. He didn't like, but, you know. Well, anyway, to me, Anthony Hopkins will, of course, always be Richard Nixon. I'm sorry. When did Anthony Hopkins play Richard Nixon? In the movie Nixon. Or oh. the or the or, or the OG Zorro. Yes, movie of course. We've already reviewed. Of course, yeah. Uh, but no, I I liked him here. Um, he he was it was uh, his relationship with Thor. It was not just the typical. Uh, he chooses Thor over Loki because obvious reasons. And it's like, you'll be the great king. And it wasn't just a stereotypical, the jealous brother type of thing. Like, he legit just banished him. um, And he had good reasons to do so. And also, you know, he he made, like I said, he made a lot of good points. He did not want this war between the Frost people. But it was apparently too late. So, you know, he did spend a great deal of the movie asleep. um, So... (laughs) <laughs> maybe, maybe in Thor two he'll he'll be awake, but um, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. But no, I like the relationship with him and Thor. They played it up real well. It was uh, it was good stuff. I think that was um, I remember reading that was why he uh, liked the role so much is he wanted to play um, you know the father figure or father not the father figure. He's a father <laughs> figure to Thor or to Loki, not to Thor. He's the father. Anyway, who's next? Natalie Portman. Yes, uh, Jane. Mm-hmm. 
Old Jane. Well, what is Jane's last name? Foster? Foster. Yes, yeah. I knew it. Well, she's a scientist. That she is, in the same way Mark Wahlberg was in The Happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boom! Roasted! And WrestleMania. Wait, who? Mark Wahlberg. Oh, yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Old Father Stu himself. Yeah, I don't know if I buy her as a scientist. Um, I will say that I did enjoy... Well, before I proceed, we got to get the... Uh, we got to bust out the standard. Oh, the standard! Well, she's very um, independent, mm-hmm. but she's also love-struck. A little bit, like, yeah. Absolutely, like lusting after this, this, uh, this god of thunder. But honestly, who could blame her? So, one to ten, ten being Jenny Blake, one being Doctor Chase Meridian. <laughs> She's a seven. Seven, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm granting her some grace on the lust, lustfulness because you know, Thor's a handsome fellow. Let's be honest, you know. Yeah, he is. Um wasn't hapless so that kind of helped out that's true that's always a big one yeah i thought she was she's good like i said i don't know if i necessarily buy her as a scientist but uh i did buy the relationship with her and thor which i think is slightly more important uh yeah i also bought i, I mean she did care about her work uh, again i don't see her as a scientist but she did care about the work, and that Shield was just coming in and just taking over and taking all of her stuff. Um, that made her very mad, as it would anyone. But, uh, but yeah, she. Um, I mean, I know she's going to get bigger roles here uh, down the line, including this year. But now yeah, she uh, she was good in this. Um, so this was a, a solid choice, but. Um, yeah, I don't know about the scientist part, but, uh, not a big deal. Yeah. I would still probably say I prefer her, uh, her role in V for Vendetta. I'll be honest with you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, may just be my hot take. Who knows? Uh, Tom Hiddleston? Oh, man. What a great casting decision this was. Absolutely, dude. He just, like, he killed it, man. This, yeah. He's... You look at him and you're like, this guy is a slimy piece of shit. Yeah, he does have that look. And, uh, look, Loki was my favorite Marvel uh, show on Disney+. Plus. Yes. I like the character. I like the way it evolves over the course of the next few movies. Um I mean, we're a few weeks away from him being the ultimate Marvel bad uh, bad guy, and then they badass. Well, not a badass. He's a bad. Nah. We're gonna say badass, and then you changed your track. And I was I, I was gonna say baddie, and I'm like, that's stupid. I don't that like, is. I don't like that word. Stick with bad guy. Baddie is stupid. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, he's a few films away from just being uh, our main villain. I mean, he was the main villain here, but main villain on a much bigger scale. But, yes. uh, yeah, he was, I mean, I buy it, 
just because even though he is like a snipe, uh, slimy, you know, smaller guy, he he's got the uh, the old magic on his side, and that's always uh, you know, that always accounts for something. So he's got the the whole illusion thing going for him, and he's very much a deceitful person and oh, great, great at lying. So that's all good. But uh, yeah, um, I'm just I, I enjoy the character overall, and not to jump ahead, but they like I said, going from the main villain of a one of the major Marvel movies to now he's like a good guy. Uh, it's a very interesting um, it is a character arc. Odd character evolution, that's for sure. Yeah. But it's good. I'm excited but, if know, they ever did a Loki season two. He's learning to walk again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when I, I'm, okay, that's not going to be in the outro. When I heard that Foo Fighters song, I was like, what the hell? It's one of their better ones, in my opinion, so I was very overjoyed. I actually didn't uh, didn't skip the credits because of that, and I don't think there was a post-credits scene. Yeah, but there was. Okay, pardon me. It's okay. Um, but yeah. either way, like, let's listen to the Foo. Let's let this play out. What? I said, let's listen. I, I I thought, you know, let's listen to the Foo. Let's let let's let this song play out. Okay. Do you want me to insert it in the podcast? No, damn it. <laughs> damn it. You're not listening. I know what, what you're I'm doing. Saying. Yes. Damn it. No, I did. Uh, I would have used them, uh, but I thought I was, I, you know, I, it's funny. I thought about using uh, the hero song by uh, by Foo Fighters for a while because it fits. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, uh, the drummer died. The so, drummer died and then we did super kind of. Yeah, it, it fit. You know, yeah. I, I I was the only other one I was tempted with that one was uh, "Break Stuff" by Limp Bizkit, but the censored version was trash. Yeah, the censored it, uh, version really does suck. Because it talked about a not only just a chainsaw, which was relevant last week. Uh, In your ass, raw. Yeah, but it also it's like you wake up and you're pissed off, which describes super, so it really fit. But uh, yeah, it's just censored was bleh. Plus, yeah. you know, it's more important to do a tribute, so. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, that was last week. Chris Hemsworth <laughs> as Thor is this week. Yeah. Um, oh, the main guy, right? Yeah. What did you think? Old, old Chris Hemsworth as Thor? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I like it. Give me another. When's this no, movie with... Uh, isn't he supposed he was, to play Hulk Hogan? When's that coming out? I'm starting to wonder. Maybe it's a fake movie. Maybe it was like an April Fool's Day prank that like, they put know. up on, on Facebook or something. But I don't know. I'm starting to wonder. But no, uh, he was great. He was absolutely great here. Yeah, he uh, he looks a lot like Thor. I mean, it's uh, uncanny. It's This is a um, like how Hugh Jackman looks like Wolverine. Like that's the guy he was born to play. That's how I feel with Chris Hemsworth. And this is really the first Marvel costume that we've seen where it resembles the, the original comic. But if you look at the original comic, it would look goofy if it was just, you know, re, um, you know, made to look exactly like that. Um, so I like that they changed it up a little, made it uh, cooler than... Um, then it would be if he wore like the weird helmet and the 
big polka dots on his shirt. Um, <laughs> it's kind of what the X-Men, why they just went with all black, because they just didn't have the foresight that uh, Disney had with the, um, like Thor, for instance, uh, making the costume look cool. Yeah. But, but either yeah. way, Chris Hemsworth was amazing. Yeah, he was great. I, everything is, like I said, I bought everything of it, and this is, uh, you know, this is the role he was born to play. Absolutely, and not John Krasinski. Why did he audition? No, uh, he auditioned for. I know he auditioned for Star Lord, and I think he auditioned for Captain America, and obviously he didn't get either. Um, yeah, I could see that both of those. That's not terrible. Yeah. But enough of that and enough of the cast. Uh, we already talked about the critical reception, the money, everything else. I think we can get into the plot now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we open in Puerto Antiguo, New Mexico. Yep. Which is apparently not close to southwest Oklahoma. <laughs> I don't think so, no. No. I will tell a very, very quick New Mexico story, because the, the main part is going to be in the time capsule, but uh, I've been in... Uh, uh, by the way, Duncan to uh, New Mexico is eight hours and eight minutes, so no. Not terrible, but yeah. Uh, but yes, so the week after I was in Albuquerque, I saw on Twitter... Uh, John Taffer tweeted, anyone in Albuquerque, come out to such and such bar. We're going to do a test, a stress test. And I was like, damn it, I was a week away. That could have been me ordering bad food and complaining about the wait times. <laughs> That'd have been great. That would. Anyway, so three researchers are uh, looking for the latest incident. We don't know what that means, but there's like a portal that opens up in the sky. They drive into the portal and they hit some dude. <laughs> Yikes. Women drivers, am I right? Yeah. Hey, ladies, huh? But, <laughs> uh, but we cut to Tonsberg, Norway in 965 AD. And there's this army of frost giants, and they were stopped by an army from Asgard, who were, looked like big Vikings. And uh, the frost giant's king, his power was taken and put into this box. I believe they called it the casket. And, uh, yeah, all's well. And then the Nor the Norwegians uh, worshipped them. And that's where Norse mythology was born. Which I guess would make it not mythology, because it would be real. So, okay. So, Odin is the king of Asgard and has two sons, Thor and Loki. But only one can be king. So fast forward, and Odin's about to name Thor the king, when the, some frost giants break in to Asgard. But they are killed by this giant robot. He's actually not a robot. He just runs on magic. But uh, instantly vaporized. Um, and Thor wants to go to war, but Odin doesn't think that's a good idea. He's like, these were just uh, the actions of a couple dudes. Like, no, no need to go to war over that. And Thor's like, no, I disagree. You need yeah. to cheat you a message. So real old Vladimir Thor over here, really ancient, aching, aching to go to war. Yeah, Thor is, he's definitely uh, overzealous, but he's also, like, 
somewhat justifiably pissed, but I don't know, just a, a bit overzealous for sure. Yeah, Vladathor. Oh my God, you're real proud of that joke, aren't you? Mm. No, nah, it sounded better in my head. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Mm-hmm. Quote so, Michael Scott. Well, quote Wayne Gretzky, quote Michael Scott. <laughs> yes. So Thor gathers up his friends, and they decide to take matters into their own hands. And they take the, spring, the space bridge, and uh, Heimdall, the city's gatekeeper, sends them to the Frost Giant's planet, or realm, whatever. And Thor um, asks the Frost Giant leader, whose name is... I wrote it down. Where did I... Uh, Luffy. Mm, I'm just going to call him Frost Giant King. So, I, I, yeah, he asks him about, um, you know, how these guys got in to the city when the only way is supposedly the space bridge. And he's like, you know, there are many traitors in the House of Odin. And the Frost King tells him, uh, you know, you should just leave while I still allow it. And Loki's like, yep, that's a great idea. Let's go. <laughs> and then as they're leaving, one of the soldiers is like, yeah, run back home. And they're like, oh, crap. And, of course, Thor does not. He's like Marty McFly when you call him a chicken. He's just got to, he has to fight. So... <laughs> He just, uh, yeah, we see we see the big power of his hammer on display here. Yeah. Um, his primary weapon, of course. And yeah, he's, he, by the he's, way. Yeah, he's he kills several, like several hundred of these frost giants. Yeah. Uh, now in the fight, one of Thor's friends does get badly injured. Um, there's also another scene where like one of them gets touched by the frost giant, his arm freezes. And then Loki's arm also gets touched, but his arm recovers, and Loki's like, huh, that's weird. Um, so the Frost yeah. Giant King then releases like this giant beast from an uh, enclosed in ice, and then Thor uses the power of his hammer, kills it, a large portion of the army, and the big beast, and uh, we're like, okay, he did it. But not quite, there's still way more of these Frost Giants left. And um, Odin then shows up when the space bridge opens. And Odin says, this is the actions of a boy. Treat them as such. And before there's further bloodshed, Frost King just says, we are beyond that. So he takes him back to Asgard. And Thor says, Odin, he calls Odin a fool. And then Odin says, you know, I am a fool because I thought that you were ready. And then he strips him of his armor and of his hammer, and then he banishes him to Earth. And that's when he's hit by the van from the very beginning. Yes. Like a whole lot there to just be like, hey, we're back to this. Yeah, well, I mean, didn't you want to know how he got there? No. Leave me in the dark completely. I'm joking. Yes, I, I do appreciate them informing me. So the van drives off to take Thor to the hospital. We see another porter open in the distance, and it's uh, Thor's hammer, which lands in a stone, which nobody can remove. Mm -hmm. Back at the hospital, Thor is restrained in his bed for attacking doctors, but then he gets free, 
and is uh, hit by Jane, uh, Jane in the van yet again. You know, these women drivers. So we cut back to the hammer. We get our uh, Stan Lee cameo. He's driving a truck to try to pull it out of <laughs> the rock. Fails miserably. The truck is ripped apart. <laughs> <laughs> no one tried chipping away at the rock, I noticed. Yeah, that would have been the move. I mean, you still couldn't lift it up, but, like, that might have given you a better... Maybe you couldn't. I'm built different. Well, only three people in the MCU that we know of can lift that hammer. Yeah. Then we get to the end of Iron Man 2 where Colston gets on the phone and says, Sir, we found it. So back on Asgard, Thor's friends want Loki to convince Odin to bring back Thor. But he says, no, he's too reckless. Can't have that from our king. And during the battle from... Oh, I mentioned that already about Loki. Um, so he speaks to his dad about... and uh, about the Sorry, whole, he speaks to Odin. Yeah, he speaks to Odin about uh, his incident with the Frost Giants. And he realizes that he's adopted, and that his actual father is Lofi, the Frost King. And Loki's upset because Odin wanted to use him to eventually unite the kingdoms. And Loki says, this explains so much and why you've always loved Thor, and no matter what I did, he was always the chosen one. And then Odin just collapses. <laughs> yeah. It's too much for him. Much like Pa Kent. Yep. So Thor goes to a diner. And uh, doesn't clearly have uh, proper manners, I guess, is the right... Is that fair to say? He's throwing coffee mugs on the ground, just like, another! Yeah. (laughs) Like, you have to ask. He's like, I did! Sully, stop! But, uh, yeah, um, it's very funny. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Great scene. And anyway, when at the diner, he um, hears over, he overhears some people talking about this big hammer stuck in the ground. They're like, "But uh, you know, you won't get it out, so don't even bother going." So <laughs> Thor he heads there. Meanwhile, Shield is taking all of Jane's equipment. They know that she knows something, and they want to know what she knows. Yeah. And back on Asgard, as Odin is ill. He's in his little recovery chamber. Um, Loki has assumed the role of king. Thor's friends ask Loki to undo Thor's banishment. Loki's like, well, my first decision as king cannot be undoing the the last king's last decision. So, no, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) And back on Earth, uh, Jane takes Thor to the site of the hammer. Thor goes, oh, this is after he goes to a pet shop. He's like, I need a horse. We don't have horses. We have dogs and cats. <laughs> like, well, then give me one of those large enough to ride. <laughs> Just in time for Jane to show up. Yeah. I could use more Thor getting used to Earth jokes. There was only That's... two, but... Yeah. I liked them. So they get to the site of the hammer, and S.H.I.E.L.D. has built, like, this little mini city around it. And Thor goes for the hammer as S.H.I.E.L.D. agents try and stop him, including... Hawkeye. How about that? Yeah. The first appearance. I was going to say, isn't this the uh, debut appearance of uh, Clint Barton? 
Yeah, first Hawkeye. We had uh, Black Widow in the last movie. Mm-hmm. We have Hawkeye in this movie. It's almost as if they're starting to assemble. Who knows, man? Could be. So Thor finally makes it to the hammer, but he can't pick it up. He's just not worthy. Yeah. So he's arrested. That was a good... I mean, it's not surprising, given, like, how Loki hasn't really evolved that much, like, on a personal or a maturity level. Like, he's still, you know, he may be, I guess, in his 20s, I guess, but, like, he's still very, he has some growing to do, for sure. Yeah, well, the hammer knew it. Yes. Yeah, he's uh, not going to give himself up to this immature person. So, yeah. uh, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So Thor finally can't, he gets arrested and in prison, like a hologram Loki or in spirit, I guess, Loki. Force vis- ghost. Yeah, he visits Thor and he's like, you know, your father's dead. I'm the king now. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and then Colston tells Thor, he's like, you know, we're going to, Find out who you are. They think he's from Afghanistan, like a soldier. <laughs> um, but Eric, who works with Jane, helps, I guess, bail Thor out. Yes. And they talk over a beer. And uh, we learn Thor can hold his own with alcohol. Absolutely he can. Come on now. Yeah. But Eric cannot. Uh, meanwhile, Loki visits the Frost Giants. He offers them a chance to kill Odin. And retrieve the casket of their, you know, the power of their first king. So, Thor's friends, I think they were called just the warriors, they're unhappy with Loki. as So, they want to bring back Thor. They get help from Heimdall, who's bound by honor to obey the king, but he's had it with Loki as well. So, they activate the space bridge, which, of course, Loki sees. And then Loki goes and activates the giant um, metal robot from before, I believe it's called the Destroyer. He sends him to Earth to kill Thor. Meanwhile, the four warriors are walking through the streets looking for Thor. Yes. And they find him in the diner, and he introduces them to uh, Jane, Darcy, and Eric. And he's like, oh, but you know, I can't go back because father's dead, and I must remain in exile. And they're like, no, your father isn't dead. And then... Cut back to Asgard. Loki confronts Heimdall, tells him he got the destroyer to Earth because there's passages in this city that even you don't know about, uh, which also leads us to believe that Loki was the one who let the ice, uh, the frost giants in earlier. Yeah, and of uh, he also fires uh, Heimdall. And Heimdall. You could say he he ice he iced him out of his job. Mm-hmm. He did. Hey-o. And Heimdall says, then I, then I no longer obey you. But then, like, instantly Loki uses the... Yeah, it was immediate. Yeah, he uses the casket to just freeze um, Heimdall. But not dead. Not dead, just frozen. Yeah, exactly. There is a difference. So the Destroyer makes its way to the S.H.I.E.L.D. dig site. And they're like, is that one of Stark's? <laughs> <laughs> Then it just destroys everything. Yeah. As, as it's advertised. Yeah. Uh, gets to the city. It's looking for Thor. 
The warriors try to stop it, but he's too powerful. Uh, Thor then tells the warriors to go back to Asgard, stop Loki. He's got a plan for the destroyer. He walks out in the middle of the road. He's like talking to the destroyer. Well, he's talking to Loki through the destroyer. Yeah. He tells him, he's like, brother, whatever I have done, and I'm sorry, but taking these people's lives will do nothing, so take mine and end it. And then the destroyer looks like he's about to yield, but then oh. just backhands him with this big metal fist with <laughs> its spikes on its hands. Cuts and, into him. Yeah, looks like he's about to die. And uh, the destroyer's, he's heading out. Uh, we see Odin, who's still asleep in his recovery chamber. He sheds a tear, and then the hammer breaks free from the rock and lands in Thor's hand, and Thor regains all of his armor. He's fully recovered, and here we go. We're ready for the climax. The big... Yeah. Yeah, it'd be great. So Thor then flies... Uh, the de- the Destroyer is like a hollow suit of armor, <laughs> and... Yeah. Uh, at the top, it's got these big holes, and it just blows out this, I don't know, powerful uh, explosive beam of some kind. But um, it's 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 doing this as Thor is like flying at it with the hammer. It's he's uh, kind of blocking it, and he just flies right through the destroyer, destroys it, and then Thor then tells Colston, he's like, "I'll fight by your side if you return all the items to Jane." And Colston's like, yep, that sounds good. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Loki has let the Frost Giants into Asgard. Oh, man. And Thor tries to summon the bridge uh, from Heimdall. Uh, so Heimdall breaks free of his ice and um, ice casing. And then he opens the bridge. Thor tells Jane that he has to go back to Asgard, but he'll, he'll return from you. And then they kiss. Meanwhile, the Frost King gets into Odin's chamber. He's about to stab him when Loki kills the Frost Giant, so a double agent. And Odin's wife, Frigga, Frigia, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Odin's wife sees this, and uh, Loki says, uh, "You know they'll they'll pay for what they've done." Um, trying to make himself look like the hero. I was gonna say, yeah, like. I got vibes that, yeah, Loki was, like, saving face here. Mm-hmm. But he didn't count on short on Thor showing up. Yeah, says, much like, uh, much like, by the way, Scar didn't count on Simba coming back to the Pride. Yeah. But uh, Thor shows up and says, why don't you tell Mother what you really did? And uh, Loki, he gets out. He makes his way to the space bridge opens the bridge to the Frost Giant's realm, and he's just like, um, Thor asks, what are, you, what are you doing this? And Thor, or sorry, Loki says, I will kill the entire race of Frost Giants to prove to Father that I'm the rightful king. And then asks Thor, why have you suddenly care about them? And Thor's like, well, you know, I've changed. And Thor and Loki do battle. Loki nearly falls off the bridge, but uh, Thor saves him, but Loki tricks him with an illusion. Yes. Uh, so there's, like, multiple Lokis. Like, at least 12. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Thor just uses this big lightning blast that hits all of them, including the real one. And then he places the hammer on Loki's chest so he can't get up, which I thought was good. Yeah, great touch. 
He tries to close the bridge, but he can't. And Loki says, you're too late. So he uses the hammer and just smashes the bridge. The whole bridge, the building that the bridge is in, um, just falls off into the abyss. And uh, at the same time, uh, Thor and Loki are also dangling off the edge. And uh, Odin shows up. And, um, you know, Thor is about to, like... or Sorry, he destroys the bridge. He says, Jane, forgive me. That's when the bridge goes into the abyss. Uh, Odin shows up when they're dangling on the uh, on the ledge, and uh, he's pulling up like Loki's grabbed onto Thor, and Thor's grabbed onto the end of the bridge, and Loki just lets go and falls into the abyss, never to be seen again, probably. <laughs> Maybe. And Odin saves Thor. Later on, Odin tells Thor that he'll be a wise king, and Thor hopes to. He makes him proud, and Odin says, I'm already, you've already made me proud. And then Thor visits Heimdall and says, uh, the earth is lost is lost to us, we can't go back. And Heimdall says, well, there's always hope. And Thor asks if you can see her, and Heimdall says, yes, she's searching for you. And roll credits, but it's Marvel, we know better. Well, I knew better, Caleb didn't. Yeah. So at the end credits, we at the end of the credits, there's a message on the screen that just says, Thor will return in the Avengers. So we're close. We are very close. Yes. But we do get a scene. It's uh, Eric is walking around the S.H.I.E.L.D. facility. He runs into Nick Fury, and Fury tells Eric he knows all about the New Mexico situation. And then Fury then shows Eric a cube, which we will later know as the Tesseract, and which will be in many, 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 many movies going forward. I got so sick of this thing. Uh, He says, this is unlimited power. And we see Eric's reflection in a mirror is Eric, but standing behind him in the mirror is Loki. And Loki says, well, that's worth a look. And then Eric tells Fury, well, I guess that's worth a look. And now the movie's <laughs> over. So Loki controlling Eric now. Yes. How about that? How about it? How about it? How about Thor? What do we give it? How about that, Thor? Uh, bro, this is this was really good. This is getting an 8. 8 out of 10. Enjoyable. Didn't, didn't overstay its welcome. Had a good, fun energy to it. Nice balance as well. So, yeah, 8 out of 10. Yeah, I will agree. I will give it a 7.5 out of 10. I, uh, we didn't get a score of Gami. No. Well, <laughs> it was close. Um, the only thing is the action on the second half of the film. Uh, I, I could have used a better fight with Thor and the Destroyer, but that's okay. If anything, uh, I wanted, personally, I wanted a little more from Heimdall and Loki. That too, that'd have been good. Uh, I don't mind Thor and Loki not being super competitive because that's not what Loki's strengths are. Exactly. Uh, that's why you have the Destroyer, but it's okay. Um, seven and a half, still a very good score. And uh, yeah, like I said, we this is a great way to kick off the blockbuster era of the podcast. We had the uh, absolutely the eighties, nineties era, then the. Uh, 
what the hell did we call it last week? The uh, the ruthless aggression era. No, it wasn't ruthless aggression era. It was the uh, um um I don't know learning the uh, the the era where you stop. learn and make mistakes stop. or uh, stop stop. I can't even remember. Just get it. Get, get, think about it for a week and then come back when you have a name picked out. I had one last week, but I can't remember it. I don't remember us ever having this discussion. We definitely had this discussion. I mean, the I end believe of super. It was like the uh, that is, that is possible. I'm just saying I don't remember it. You know, you know, I live a sleep deprived work week now. That's true. Yes, I'll think of a. I didn't. I, didn't, I wasn't even crazy about the the name last week. The <laughs> something mistakes learning to something something rather. But Either. this is the blockbuster era for sure. Yeah, definitely is. Either way, folks, join us again on Disney. By the way, uh, next week, folks, pardon me. They're back. We will be watching X-Men First Class. If you'd like to watch this beforehand, before you listen to our review, you can fire it up on Disney+. Plus. That's right, X-Men on Disney+. Plus Once again, X-Men Kevin Bacon. First Class. Yeah. Yes. The yes. Bacon yeah. is back. Yeah, the bacon is back for the second time in three weeks, and I look forward to it. Adapt to this, as he would say. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, with that, we're ready to get out of here, folks. And uh, I'm going to quote one of Thor's buddies. I love this quote. It stuck out to me. <laughs> Just a great line. Do not mistake my appetite for apathy. Okay.